Okay. David well, Weiss. How do you pronounce Amakai. Amakai. Yeah. But you can call me Ami. Ami. I, I, you go by Ami to my audience. Yeah. All right. Um, where are you calling from? I am from Connecticut. Not too far away from where I am. Where are you? New York. New York's a big place. So is, yeah. But the part that's close by to Connecticut. Uh, New York City? Westchester. Oh, you're right there. I'm in Greenwich. Yeah. Cool, cool. Awesome. All right. Remember these things because it's going to be a quiz during the show. Sure. Um, I guess we're, we're recording, so so we're started already. Um, can you... Well, you? You can start or you can edit or we can just keep it all. I, do, I, I will edit, but a little bit. You right. can do what you want uh, with your recording. Um, why, don't, why don't you just start by giving me some background into uh, when, 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 well, where did you grow up? And then what's your How the hell did path? I become a flat yeah, earther? Where, where, where did your path take you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I grew up here in uh, Fairfield County. Uh, I, didn't, I haven't moved very far. Um, I live in a bubble. I'll admit that. And that's a pun intended once you understand where we really live. And um, I went to school in Connecticut, went, got my degree, went into corporate America. What was your degree in? I just got a, a business degree in marketing and psychology. Gotcha. Okay. And and um, I took a lot of astronomy too. Okay. So that had nothing to do with my career choice. I was in the printing business and the solar business. And uh, then I was doing a podcast about conspiracies, about uh, lots of deceptions that happen in these states that we live in. Like what? And, so what uh, are some of the big conspiracies that you were into at the time? Well, the thing that happened in New York, the one that happened in Connecticut, the one that happened in Boston. What's, the one so that the Boston, the marathon, the Boston marathon bombing is a uh, also a false flag. Well, it's not. A, it's it depends on a, is a false flag or a hoax. What's the definite the the word? Here's the thing: we're not here to talk about that. But if you want to find out more information about that, go to stoplookthink.com. Click the hoaxes menu. Drop it down. Hit Boston, and there's all the information about, for anybody. About who Sandy Hook. How about Sandy Hook? Same thing. Hoax's menu, Sandy Hook. Have there ever been any mass shootings in our country? I'm sure there has. What Have any of them been like well-known? Like, what's an example of a mass shooting that we had? You know, that's a great question. And when people jump down, uh, you know, like, what's what's real? I used to think that Sully landed the plane on the on the Hudson River. That wasn't real. Um, okay. Why would they fake that? You know, it's like, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You can walk, if I walked you into a room, this is a gruesome uh, analogy. And there's oh, my audience doesn't have a strong stomach. Don't be too gruesome, please. Just... All right. So so there's a, you're in a room and there's a whole bunch of dead people. Okay. It's pretty gruesome. Dead people, weapons, everything you need. You don't go, what's the motive? I don't believe it. You look at the evidence and go, huh, that's interesting. Let's try to figure out the motive. So let's look at the evidence of where we live mm-hmm. and then we'll try to figure out the motive. What's your religious background? I had no religious background. I mean, I was born born Jewish, but we didn't practice. We were non-practicing. Um, I looked into all sorts of religions, and I didn't buy any of them. I just didn't buy that there was a God up in the sky somewhere. Uh, I believed in evolution. I believed, uh, you know, the Big Bang theory. And um, it's not until I was forced to look into flat Earth uh, was I forced to realize there is uh we live in an intelligently designed world and intelligent design means there's a creator a designer who Did that is where like they came religious from religious doctrine also though or is it just absolutely, the fact absolutely there's a God? Not. no absolutely. no religious doctrine just just not. the fact there's a creator okay well there's a creator like if you walked into a big building in new york city 
uh, without knowing anything about it, you look up at that building. It, can you assume there's a builder? Mm. You can yeah, pretty definitely. safely assume there's a builder. Once you understand what this world is mm -hmm. and you can see it for what it is and mm -hmm. start to understand it just this much, you know that it's intelligently designed. And um, then, uh, you know, your journey with the creator is your own personal journey from there forward. My Judaism was a big part of my upbringing. I went to Jewish schools. I grew up in a Jewish household. How about you? Was Judaism a part of your upbringing or no? A little bit. I mean, we went to temple on and off. I didn't get bar mitzvah until I was 16. I only did it out of protest because my father got remarried to a very Jewish woman who couldn't believe that I wasn't bar mitzvahed. So I did the crash course bar mitzvah. Nice. Um, and, uh, you know. How about that's, the Holocaust? Do you, do you have like uh, any connections with the family in, in Europe uh, in the Holocaust or no? Yeah, yeah we, we, there's some connections and stuff. But but the, the thing is about the Holocaust, I don't, I'm not a Holocaust denier. I'm just like, look at the numbers. The, a lot of the numbers they say don't make don't make sense. What if there was a shooting in a restaurant near you? Just for another bad example. And they say 100 people died. And then 20 years, 50 years, 100 years later, 80 years later, whatever, you find out that only 30 people died. Does that mean there wasn't a shooting? On a personal note, though, before we get to the numbers, personally, do you have any personal connection with the Holocaust? Do you know anyone in your family who is a survivor or friends of a survivor or connected survivors? I, I, I'm sure I, I used to like no one directly like my grandmother had a story about it, but I don't remember what it was because I was little. Do you ever encounter like real Holocaust denial in the flat earther community? Well, there is real Holocaust denial, like Eric DeBay, who uh, who is really linked. Um, uh, you know, he was one of the first guys out uh, and he was real a big Holocaust denier. Um, and he linked those two together when uh, that you know, there's no link there. There's one guy's opinion. OK, but, you know, here's the thing. If you want to get into it, let's just just tell me how this works. And then I'm not, I'm not I'm, again, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. They supposedly um, put six million people in ovens. So let's say they can do that. Um, they can kill a person, transport them, put them in an oven and completely incinerate them all in under three minutes. Why is this? Which why is, is this discussion we're having? Why is this? You and I were both well, Jewish. You brought it up. You brought it up. We're both Jewish. No, for my, me, my for point us, is for us, Holocaust is, is, part of our, is part of our trauma, right? I mean, there's, there's yeah. I have family members who so many who perish, so many who have survivors of, of surgical experiments that were done on them. Absolutely. I'm not denying any of that. I'm just saying the number 6 million is not even real. As a matter of fact, the official numbers from whoever the Holocaust people are in Israel, they admit that it's not 6,000, 6 million, but they won't change it because 6 million is the number that they like to use. Um, if, if it was 1 million, it's still a Holocaust. Who's a good person? Who's a good person to ask about these things? If I wanted to know the real numbers, would you look at historians or do you think historians can't be trusted? Uh, you know, well, it depends on what you call a historian. There's tons of documentaries out there, but they've all been removed from YouTube and stuff. Well, a historian um, means someone who who like is accepted in the academic world, someone who lectures, who's written books, who's someone who, you know, is, is seen as an expert in, the, in a topic. Do you think that it's worth like reading books about the Holocaust to learn about it or no? Absolutely. It's, it's worth learning, um, learning about it. And then don't just believe anything you're told. Right. You, your belief is the enemy of knowing. Someone says, hey, they 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 cooked, you know, six million. Well, how did they do that? What are the logistics of that? When you look at the logistics, mm -hmm. if they could burn them in an unbearable, un, un, unfathomable fast rate, it would take over 20 years to get. Have you, I don't know. Have, I mean, I've actually I don't know. I, Look, I'm not an expert in anything. I'm not an expert in the Holocaust. I'm not an expert in science. I'm not an yeah. expert in flat Earth. But I don't know. I'm curious. Is this thing you've like looked into? Have you ever like seen documentaries about the Holocaust? Have you ever like I've watched them all. I've read watched about them all. it. Yeah. And, and here's the thing: I'm not denying any of it, other than 
The numbers have been fudged. You think that people can fudge numbers over time? You think people can exaggerate things and make them um, bigger mm -hmm. than they were? Mm -hmm. and, and let me tell you something. If it was 100,000, if it but, was 1,000, right. it's still right. the same thing. Right? But Eric Dubai, you disagree with, though, because Eric, Eric Dubai is a denier. Eric so Dubai. Dubai. No, no, here's the thing. I don't look at it as deeply as he does. I, you know what? That was something that was out of my lifetime. It's not something that I can deal with right now. It is such an emotionally charged issue. I don't like to even talk about it. However, if you want to force me to it, I have a question. How do you burn 6 million people in that amount of time? Okay. It's impossible. It's scientifically, it's physically impossible. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I think there are answers. Like, first of all, they weren't all murdered by incineration. Uh, there was... Uh, a lot of no, no, you know, the mass sign graves and Auschwitz like says but, six million Jews died here. Okay, um, okay, so, so that's interesting. Uh, let's let's let's. Uh, I have some it, other that, questions for you. Let's it. talk about. Let's <laughs> go back to flat Earth. Let's go back to flat Earth. I'm very. This, this is wonderful. Uh, I, I'm sadly I really enjoy the flat Earth. <laughs> what is that? Good. So, um, Good. I have I have a lot of questions for you. Um, so so so, you you you, when you like um, what what is the what does the map look like? So the map uh of of the flat Earth. Like is the North Pole at the center and the South Pole represents like an ice ring and it's like a circular map, right? Like that standard circular map. Well, here, here's the question is, mm -hmm. you know, um, you want to know what the map of the world looks. Yeah. My mic. Um, and we don't have an exact map, but if you really want to look at it, you know, let's look at maps from the past. This is a map that we use for war planning. Okay. This map was in all of the libraries, all the schools, right? Our North Pole is at the center. Mm -hmm. and that's it the world gotcha. is flat do right? pilots Large do pilots know the earth is round or do the pilots think the earth is flat most of them are just glorified bus drivers and they don't think about it because gps flies the plane they just take off and land um and they you know they're brainwashed like all of us oh the earth is so big you can't see the curvature but you can see a boat go over the horizon you know oh, the earth is so we're, we're just a micron on it and there's no way that we can see it so when they see a flat horizon, they're like, oh, the Earth is just so big. And when the airplane is flying over a spinning Earth, they don't question how could they land on a runway. Like mm -hmm. if you took off from Alaska and went to um, Ecuador and tried to land on a north-south runway, do you know how fast that runway is moving sideways? It's moving over a thousand miles an hour sideways. How would that plane land on it? Right. Mm. Especially because their inertial speed from being in Alaska, if you believe the Earth is spinning, is only 300 miles an hour. Versus the inertial speed of somebody sitting on a runway in on the equator, they're moving a thousand miles an hour. You understand? Have you, ever, have you ever flown in an airplane before? Is that a is that a rhetorical question? Yeah, it's sort of rhetorical. You have right. So when you're flying in an airplane, you're going pretty fast, right? Yeah. Do you, can you can you sense the speed of the airplane or no? When you're flying no, in an airplane, can't. No? no. So so maybe like in the Earth also, like if we if we were spinning, like you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily notice it, right? Yeah, yeah. So for the same reason, the, the, the argument you're going to come up with is. Why, um, why can I drink a glass of water and, you know, and take a nap on an airplane? And the answer is because the airplane's flying straight level in a straight line. If the airplane turned, you know, up, down, left, right, uh, you would notice it. Uh, tangential, you can go a, a mile an hour or a thousand miles an hour in a straight line. If you're in an encasement, if you're in a contained encasement, you wouldn't even feel the motion if it was perfectly smooth. But mm. if it's turning right off of that, you know, if, if, you're, if you turn, that's acceleration. OK, mm -hmm. even at the same speed, it, it, it's the same force as acceleration. So the Earth is spinning. Do you know how fast it's spinning? 15 degrees an hour. Well, that's what that that would make 360 degrees around. Correct. But do you know how fast it's supposedly spinning at the equator? How fast? Very fast. 
it's spinning at a thousand miles an hour, right? Yeah. And it's orbiting the earth at 66,000 miles an hour. You can't even, uh, 66,600 to be exact, mm -hmm. right? In an elliptical speeding up and slowing down um, curve trajectory, right? And then it's also chasing the sun at over half a million miles per hour. Okay, three different motions at once. There's actually a fourth motion, but we won't even go there. And you don't detect it. None of your senses can detect it, but the tiniest little shake of the earth, the tiniest little motion. You're taking a nap on airplane. The pilot just starts to nose down to uh, approach your airport. You wake up. You're like, oh my god, I'm changing my trajectory. If you want to if you want to compare the flight um, flying in an airplane to the slowest motion of the earth, which is the spin, first you have to double the speed of the airplane. Then you have to remove the outer shell of the airplane because we don't have an outer shell on a globe. And then you have to dive down at a mile every minute just to follow the curve. Okay, 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 okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. Tell me how your water is doing at that point. Okay, I got you. Um, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, do objects of different weights fall at the same speed or different speeds when dropped from the same height? Well, there there is an agreed upon average acceleration, which is um, which is um, what is it? Nine point eight meters per second squared. Nine point eight meters per second squared. But that is the agreed upon, um, you know, average of what they fall. And then air resistance, of course, will mm -hmm. uh, will change that. So you drop, you know, the whole thing—a feather and a bowling ball in a vacuum. Will they both hit the floor at the same time? I think they will. You think uh, so, or you know? Uh, well, I don't know because I haven't seen it done without being uh, deceptive. You know, the St Sandusky um, uh, cha um, vacuum chamber, which isn't even a full vacuum. Um, they, they did it and you watch the video, it's all edited. It's, it's complete and total, um, deception. So I haven't seen it done. But what about two balls of different weights? If you drop them at the same. Oh, on a flat earth or a globe earth. What I don't know. Our earth, whatever yeah. our earth is. Do you think they fall at the same earth, speed? Earth is flat. Um, it depends on the air resistance, on their weight, on their density. Um, it's they're... all about good. No, I mean, uh, let's assume they're the same shape. So they have the same air resistance, but they're different weight. That's the setup. And you drop them from the same height. Do you think they'd follow the same speed or different speeds? Same weight, same, same, no, size. No, different weight, different weight, same size, different weight. Someone is very heavy. Okay. Imagine like a bowling ball and imagine, um, uh, well, like a 30 a, pound and a, and a 10 pound bowling you're ball in, being dropped. Same. No, they're the, let's say they're the same same shape. So it doesn't have to be in a vacuum or it could be in a vacuum. It doesn't matter necessarily. I well, mean, sure, it doesn't matter because the air resistance will affect them um, at, at some point. But I think they're the same shape done with, with different with different things so. and they both fall at the same rate. I think you're um, right. At yeah. first, over, over time, it doesn't. Here's the doesn't, thing. Yeah. Flat earthers are crazy. We think down is in all places, Australia, Santiago, you know, New York. Uh, we think down is down. But on a globe, Globers think down is towards the center of a ball where people are standing antipodal to each other. Okay. On a spinning ball in a space vacuum, nowhere in the, in science, in a lab or anywhere, can you have high pressure adjacent to no pressure without a barrier? It's just impossible. It doesn't happen. Like if I ask you to go out and get me some propane, but don't bring the tank back, just bring the propane. Could you do it? No, couldn't do it. I think so. No, you, of course cool, you couldn't cool, do cool. it. Right. Um, and, and then the, 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 the thing about gravity is, um, gravity is a theory. Did you know that? Yes. And it's unproven and they have to make up 96% of it with dark matter or dark energy. Uh, did you know that? I did not so know that. No. Here, here's a question for you. Mm -hmm. um, this is a balloon. And my question is, mm -hmm. right here, I got, well, 
I got the balloon. How come gravity isn't pulling it down like that? How come how come it's just sitting there? How come gravity know. is letting it sit there? So the question the question is when I blow up a balloon with just a little bit of air, what's the balloon doing? It's stretching in all directions. That air is trying to get out in every direction, not just uh -huh. down, not sideways, up, down, left, right. It's trying to get out in every every direction. The higher up I go, the the, the harder it's going to try to get out, the more it's going to have less resistance from the air pressure and it's going to try to get out. So I just proved right here that air pressure is way stronger than than gravity. So when people say, well, gravity's holding the air to the earth. False. Gotcha. False. Um, do you know what gyroscope is? Absolutely. Gyroscopes prove the earth is flat. They hold rigidity in space. Right. So there's a there's a famous moment in the documentary Behind the Curve. Have you seen that? So documentary? In the, in the, right. It was a hit piece, and I was I'm all involved with it. So you're talking about Bob when he had his ring laser gyro. And they measured the the its its precession, and it was about 15 degrees per hour, which is expected on a flat Earth too, if you understand the model. Um, but and then so he was off mic, and he's like, you know what, we 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 better not let the Globers hear this because they'll go crazy with it because the experiment wasn't done, right? So we prove there is a precession. What's the question? Is the Earth turning or is the ether turning? Right. Ah, so the ether's so, turning. So well, well, we can't prove that yet unless we take we took the the gyro up to a mountain at the same latitude at mm -hmm. a higher elevation. Now, if you're on, if you're still connected to the ball, it doesn't matter what your elevation is. It still should be 15 degrees per hour, but it wasn't. It was significantly different. That proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was the ether turning or ever whatever you want to call it was the sky that was turning, the energy in the sky that was turning, and not the Earth. It proved it, but the movie didn't tell you that. Interesting. That so was a, it was an intentional, done, intentionally done hit piece. So those, but those, those are very uh, well used. So, so uh, like everyone can buy. The point is, everyone can buy a um, gyroscope, right? Anyone can buy an expensive. We have gyroscopes in our phone, right? I mean, gyroscopes in our phone are very accurate. Um, so it, that's like a very easy experiment anyone can do. So anyone can buy a gyroscope and and, and observe a fifteen degree per hour rotation, well, right? Absolutely, absolutely not true at all, because a mechanical gyro does not process. OK, it holds rigidity in space. Right. A gyro. Why? Why does it hold? Up. OK, it holds. That's what the gyro does on a three axis gyro. They spin it up on the runway. It says, OK, this is level. But that's, not, that's the, not the gyro they bought. They bought to measure the rotation of the earth. That wasn't a spinning gyro. That was a, a, um, it was a fiber a, optic. A, it was a fiber, a fiber optic, optic gyro. Right. But fiber that's, optic not gyros use. that's not what airplanes use. Okay? They do. Our phones. No. Yeah, no, they don't. Our, phone, our phones don't use fiber optic gyros. They use accelerometers. So? No. OK, fine. You're probably okay. right about that. But so, but the, the expensive so, gyros are, are fiber optic gyros. Like those are like the thirty thousand dollar gyros. What about the airplanes mm -hmm. that don't use that, which is all airplanes? And okay. what about the airplane? Now they say, oh well, we have these pendulous veins in the airplane that 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 adjust, um, you know, with the rotation of the Earth. Um, that's not true. And and before they claim this false claim, there was just mechanical gyros in airplanes, and they never had a problem. Airplanes fly straight and level over the Earth plane. Okay, they don't they don't go over a curve and find their find their level, right? Airplanes, the the gyro would hold them level. If the Earth was curved, they'd fly right off into space. Okay, do you know any? They do you know any pilots? Have you ever spoken to a pilot before? We spoke. We've interviewed pilots. We talked to pilots. The Qantas pilots, the ones that take the real bad flights. The the, the when I say bad, the ones that 
defy logic on a globe, the Southern flights, um, they all know. They tell us that they talk about it amongst themselves, but if they talk about it publicly, they get laid off. They get grounded. We interviewed a KLM pilot, pilot um, a tenured pilot, you know, if that's a thing, tenure, whatever. She was uh, there for many, many years. And um, the next day she was grounded. And then uh, we never heard from her again. Okay? Did she reach out to you? Is that how you found her? No, well, she actually, she reached out to the show Globebusters, which is a Sunday afternoon right. show. Um, and they, she, she told us all the math, showed, showed us evidence, showed us pictures. So showed you, us think, everything, you think if you took like a poll, let's say we, we took a poll of pilots. Like if I went on an airplane, I, I say I fly a lot. Some people fly all the time. And they asked the pilots, like, is the earth round or flat? Do you think, what would you think the yep. numbers would be? You think be like 90, 10, 50, 50, like in terms of pilots positions on the flat earth? Well, the, the, earth? the, there's a name for that fallacy. It's the majority, you, you know, the consensus fallacy. Right. Uh, just because everyone believes something doesn't make it true, right? If I was the only one that thought the Earth was flat, I'd be the only one that's right. Okay, so right. you know, you you believe that airplanes are flying all different ways around a spinning ball that's moving in those diff all those different directions at once, right? Mm -hmm. And and you really haven't thought it through. Um, if you think that's the think that's the case. This is the hypersonic sled track. It's going to go by at Mach 8.6, right? It's a rocket projected, you know, on a, on a track. Mm -hmm. Mach 8.6. You have to believe that the sun, that we are, we are um, orbiting the sun 10 times faster than this. We are chasing the sun in a curved trajectory, corkscrewing through space like I showed you, at 100 times the speed. You can't even fathom this speed, let alone twice the speed, let alone 10 or 100 times the speed. But the, you have to believe that the big earth is going around and we go out into nature. Nature doesn't lie. Men lie, right? We can lie to ourselves. But this shows you that we're not moving. This water is contained. It's at rest. It lays flat, testably, scientifically, measurably, provably flat. If we lived on a ball, there is required to be a physical horizon at a certain distance. We have the formula for that. We use the Pythagorean theorem, which you can't argue with. And that says that six at three miles away, there's a six foot drop. So if a six foot tall person is standing at the edge of calm water, they should no longer be able to see the surface of the water. What, beyond what causes tides? What causes tides? Do you believe well, in tides? We're, we're just getting, we're just getting over curvature. Um, <clears throat> and the question is, what 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 causes tides? What do you think causes the tides? Uh, the gravitational pull of the moon is what I think causes tides. The gravitational pull of the moon. So when there's a full moon. There is a uh, a bigger. But uh, I want I want to hear. You. I'm not an expert. I'm not coming here to tell you I'm a round Earth expert. I'm I'm not. I'm not. But you're the Earth expert. I want to understand how you understand tides. It's not about me. How how yeah. do tides work according to you? Well, let's let, let's let's according to Neil deGrasse Tyson. If my head was the moon, it's pulling the water this bulge of water away from the Earth. Um, well, do tides are tides real or not? Do you believe in tides? Hold on. There's tides. I'm going okay. to explain it to you. But okay, here's okay. the thing: you can't just. This, this isn't just a yes or a no thing. You want okay. the answer? I'm going to give you the answer. Okay. Okay. So this is the official story that, that the moon is pulling the water away from the earth here, but there's another high tide 12 hours away, which is mm -hmm. on the other side of the earth. Mm -hmm. um, and they say that's because the moon is pulling the earth away from the water and the earth is rotating inside that bulge. That is, is that the most, is that the dumbest thing you've ever heard? It should be because that's the official story, right? We have this tidal bulge, right? The, the moon is pulling away. But when there's a new moon, which is a moon that's not lit in the heliocentric model, it's still there. Why isn't there a high tide? Okay. It's still there. What does the light of the moon have to do with the tide? Well, I think it does have a lot to do with the tide. All right. Um, I think that the, we live in a, an electromagnetic system 
and that the sun and the moon um, are intricately tied into tides. And if you look at the uh, at the tidal maps of the world, there's all sorts of places that have no tide, extra high tides. None of it makes any sense when you map it up to the moon. The moon, it, it doesn't make any sense. There's, there's these zones that have no tide whatsoever. Neil deGrasse Tyson says, because of the spin of the Earth, the centrifugal force push pushes a bulge of water 14 miles high at the equator. 14 miles high. How hmm. high does an airplane travel? Average, five, seven miles maybe. Okay, that's a cruising altitude. So if I'm flying from Connecticut to um, South America, at what point do I triple my altitude just to skim over that hump of water at the equator? And the answer is never. Water lays flat. Let's, let's, okay. let's change the subject a little bit. Let's change the subject, if you don't mind. This is this no. is great. But let's change it. I'm going to share a quick video here, right? So this this is a video. If you can see my screen, can you? Yeah, I see it. This guy, this guy is holding a wheel, and it's going to get rotated, right? So he's holding a rotating wheel, and it's spinning. And now, uh, I'll, I'll pause the video here. He's going to turn this wheel 90 degrees. He's on a he's on a spinny chair. What do you think is going to happen? You think anything's going to happen if he rotates that wheel? Yeah, absolutely. The force of trying to turn it because it's holding rigidity in space. It's going to spin him around. How do you explain that? Isn't that one of the most? Is that one of the most? Why? No. Why do they hold rigidity in space? Why does he start rotating the second he turns that wheel? Because that's what they do. They're, they're, but hold they... on, that's, that's not holding rigidity in space. What's yes, happening is. is he's turning a wheel and he starts turning. Nothing's holding rigidity. Yes, he's turning against that rigidity. He, he's turning against it. If the wheel wasn't spinning, he could move it all over the place. But because it's spinning, it's holding its rigidity in space. Interesting. You need to do a little research on gyros because gyros are what allow airplane pilots to know if they're flying level. Isn't that okay? unintuitive? Isn't that surprising? Isn't that like a super strange like like behavior? I don't think so. I don't you don't think, think so. you don't think that's surprising? Not at all. I think a lot of people would find that very surprising. I think it's considered one of the most like unintuitive. Uh, it's, it's called conservation of angular momentum in the in the round Earth world. The way the way. Um, anyway, I'm surprised that you're not surprised by that. So going back to ether, we 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 the Earth travels through the luminiferous ether, uh, according to you, and that's why you know uh, what and, the, and the, whole, the whole argument ether? about the whole that's that's my belief, but that has nothing to do with the shape of the Earth. Hmm. Are you familiar with the Michelson Morley experiment to detect the luminous all of the system? all of the experiments to do to to prove curvature and axial rotation failed. Michaels and Morley, Aries failure, all of them failed. All those of them were, those were those were trying to prove the existence of the luminiferous luminiferous ether, which was uh, never. Right. They never... also tried. They tried to prove the rotation of the Earth, and they couldn't. They, no, they no. The it, it doesn't. Is, it doesn't is, prove the is, rotation of the Earth unless you assume <clears throat> that the speed of light is not constant, right? Because so, so you believe the speed of light is constant, or you believe the speed of light is variable. A constant speed of light would mean that the, you an observer would measure the same speed of light no matter uh, what how fast they're traveling with respect to the source of the light. That would be a I constant I don't believe that light, light no. travels. I believe light is just there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Light is so there. He, here's, here's something great. See if you can fathom this. I'll bring out a little prop. Sure. So we're here in the United States and we're always on the top of the ball because um, that's where you have to imagine yourself to be if you believe you're on a spinning ball. And so if I look over here and I see a star on my horizon, so I'm right here. I see a star over here. It's on my horizon. If I fly down to South America, that star is now at my zenith. It will be right above me, correct? Yes. Okay, very good. Very good. 
So here's a flight. And this is, again, reality versus theory. This is a flight flying from Germany down to um, Buenos Aires, I believe. And none of these stars are rising up. These stars at the horizon mm -hmm. should be overhead, but they're not. Right. Mm -hmm. It should look like this. This is an animation. It should be as they're diving over, those stars should be rising up. The entire star field should be rising up. But reality doesn't show that. Reality shows what a flat plane would show. Gotcha. Globers won't even address this because they're like, oh, no, that ruins everything. OK. <laughs> um, and this this is, uh, you know, we're looking for more pilots to, that are taking these uh, flights that go a quarter of the way around the world at night to film, to do more time lapses, to prove this again and again and again. We can do you prove believe, it 100 times. Do you believe in nuclear power? Well, nuclear power is uh, just a way to uh, a, a high tech way to boil water. That's all nuclear power does. You know, do you, do you know who Galen Windsor is? No. Galen Windsor was a guy in a nuclear power business in the industry in the 1950s that went around explaining that nuclear waste from nuclear power plants was not bad. Not it wasn't mm -hmm. bad. He was swimming in the pools. He was eating the plutonium and he was showing people how it's not dangerous. And then, uh, um, you know, they quickly put that to bed because this is all about fear. That's all about, you know, being afraid of nuclear. So you're a big fan of nuclear power. How about fusion, fusion energy? You're a big fan of fusion energy also? <clears throat> you know, I don't even know if fusion, fusion energy exists. I'm, there are other forms of natural energy that get pulled out of the earth. Um, you know, we're using uh, oil, which is ridiculous. But, um, you know, this these energy technologies are hidden from us to keep us as slaves. In, how, uh, does, how do you think nuclear energy works? Do you know have any idea of what, what it is, like what causes the amount of power to be released? Yeah, it's boiling water and turning pistons. That's all it's doing. They're not, it's not a nuclear thermonuclear reaction. That's not what has, is happening. It's turning pistons, like if they were burning coal. So it I have a nuclear bomb. Way, do you believe nuclear, you believe nuclear bombs are, are, are real? No, they're, they're not real. There's they're no, not so real. no nuclear what, bombs what, were dropped in, what, on What in about Hiroshima and Nagasaki is what you're going to say. If you do the research, and I'll tell you where you can actually, the research has been done for you. All you got to do is listen to a couple hours of a podcast, um, is... After Hiroshima and Nagasaki, <clears throat> should be nuclear waste everywhere. It should be this devastation. It should be horrible. Three days later, the trains were running. The sandwich uh -huh. shops were opening. The flower shops were open. And people were back to work. And nobody was allowed to take pictures or write an article except one guy that worked for the Associated Press or whatever service that was. He was the only one allowed to send out news around the world. Uh -huh. Everyone else that tried was put in jail. How about okay. Chernobyl? That doesn't sound like a nuclear bomb. Chernobyl meltdown. How about uh, Fukushima? Plant uh, plants, people, plants, and animals have always and still do thrive at both of those locations. But it's there like are the, still I'm asking, I'm asking if there's this thing called nuclear power that generates there is a thing that generates power. energy that generates it, energy by 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 converting from mass matter to energy. That's what I'm trying to understand. Yeah. No, they don't. That that doesn't exist. So it doesn't even exist in the sun, for example. Like the sun's not doing that. It's not doing any nuclear power there. The sun, the sun isn't a burning star 93 million miles away, and that's scientifically provable. Mm -hmm. So you don't believe in like coronal mass injections, which are like sort of solar flares that can like knock out uh, like satellite. I know what a coronal mass injection is. Do you, believe, well, you, don't, you don't believe in those? So, so now you have to believe in satellites. I mean, you're all over the place, dude. You, you, you're, you're, well, forget satellites. It's not about that. I'm saying, do you believe in coronal mass injections? Do you believe that like we could talk about like solar winds and solar flares coming from the sun? That's all I'm saying. Forget now, about there's bursts of energy from the sun, but the sun is clearly right here within our system. I mean, there's a hot spot right on the clouds here. That mm -hmm. sun is not 93 million miles away. It's very close. I don't think it's a physical object. I think each person sees it in a different position from where they are, where they, where they view it. It's all uh, where it renders for you inside what we call your personal atmospheric dome. Gotcha. Um, do, do, um, 
like like Blue Origin and stuff like that, like like people who are Bronson, Branson, whatever his name is, are like selling flights to space. They're in on the conspiracy, right? They're Satanists who are like, you know, worshiping the devil. And that's why they lie to us about the the curvature. Well, I, I rejected the way you, you put that question, but let's just let's just look at some of the stuff that they do. And you tell me if they're really um, if that's is uh, if they're really putting things in space. For example, here is um, here's a rocket that uh, Elon Musk is supposedly sending to Mars. And uh, you tell me if this is real. OK, so so here is uh, the ro rocket. Now, this is gigantic. This is massive. All right. All right. Let me just show you quickly how how, how massive it is first. Right. This is this is the rocket. You can drive a semi uh, a tractor trailer underneath it. OK, this is this is the rocket. OK, this is not this is not necessarily. I mean, these are all unsourced videos and stuff. I mean, no, they're not. No, they're no, very this, skeptical. This, this, hold you're, on. You're hold the on, expert hold, of skepticism. Hold, hold Any on. video I show you, you would be super skeptical of. So it's a I don't disingenuous. To just show unsourced videos and expect me oh, to accept no, everything you're, you're saying. You're absolutely not. I tell people, don't believe anything I say. Go check it yourself. But this is the unedited video from Elon okay, Musk. Okay, so what's the fake? What's okay. the part? What's the part that's fake? Show me. So so watch. So this thing, you know, edit, edit it. Now, first, it's going off kind of slow. There's no smoke trail. This little okay, again, This video light. has no on, branding on it. Shut up very... and let me explain. How do I know let the speed explain. isn't modified? It, I'm going to show you the whole thing if you can stop and listen. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't want to upset you. Okay? I'll, 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 uh, listen, I'll stop and uh, Listen, you need to listen. I want to listen. I want to listen. You, you, I don't, don't, don't want to get you upset. I want us to be I want us to be very every time, amicable. Every time I get to a point where I'm I'm, I'm shutting your, your point down, you just jump to the next thing. No, no, no. So I want this to be very spend, amicable. No, hey, listen, I'm still talking. Okay. okay? Go for so it. So now watch. Use your God-given common sense. We okay. have a side shot here, so it's not okay. very high. Now we have okay. a side shot here. Now, now look at this thrust. Okay. Now okay. look how high it is from the onboard. And now look, look at the smoke. How fast is this thing moving? Now look how high we are again. This is real time, unedited. Okay. Now it's falling. Okay. It's falling. Now look at the smoke. How fast is this falling? This thing is multi tons. This thing is like 15, 20 tons falling. And now look at the smoke. Look how slow the smoke is going. Anybody that has two two brain cells can tell well that's not free falling wait a minute now look how high it is okay but watch it gets worse now we have the side view this is a ground position side view how high could it be if we have a side view wait a minute look how high it is now okay this is unedited now watch it gets way worse now the engines are going to come on it's going to flip up the cameraman's going to get underneath with a big edit ready here comes the edit gets underneath two of the three engines are going to burn out watch one one, two, they're going to go right out, boom. And look how slow it's moving. Look at the smoke. And then it's going to come down a bunch of CGI smoke and it's going to land upright. Okay. If you can't see that this is complete and total bullshit, I can't help you. Well, that might, I mean, that's not an unedited video as far as I can tell, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, but I've seen, I've seen so a lot on, of unedited on, videos. Hold from, on. Let me, let me say, <laughs> if you go to SpaceX okay. and find I've, that I've exact, that. Yeah. hold on and find that exact video. Then what are you going to say? Are you going to say it's real or it's fake? I think the t I think this I think the the thing there's very subtle adjustments. Um, I don't think the 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 speeds and and the cuts would be the same. I've watched many a live stream from SpaceX. I don't think that's how they, there's branding first of all on the screen. There's telemetry on the screen. I don't think I don't think that's um an authentic video, but it's not really important. People people can sort of weigh that for themselves. I think you made the case, and I think it's you know very compelling in in, in a way for some people. So let's just. 
uh, let that hang. And it's for the audience, right? I mean, it's not about me. This is about the audience. Right. It's about the audience getting so, the evidence. So you believe and- that these rockets can land upright. Now, again, this thing is like, I don't know, 20 stories high. You know, a, mm-hmm. a six foot tall person can walk underneath the low part of this thing, mm-hmm. right? It lands on a raft in the middle of the oceans, always calm, right? Yeah. It lands yeah. on this thing out of the sky. It goes Let up. Let me ask you a question. And then it lands on this little raft upright. You believe that? We're running low on time. We only have 30 minutes left. We got a no. lot we want to cover. Do you believe that GPS works? Like, how does like isn't GPS an amazing thing that I could be anywhere in the world? I could be in the middle of a forest. No, you can't. No, and, you can't. And see where I am on Google Maps. No, you, no, you can't. Really? See, you believe that, but yeah. guess what? GPS doesn't work over the Amazon. GPS doesn't work over Antarctica. GPS doesn't work over the Southern Oceans. GPS doesn't work between California and Hawaii. You know why? Why? Because there's no land bases there for the ground positioning towers. GPS, ground positioning station, right? If you are, hold on, you're on GPS. Let's talk about GPS for a second. Sure. Um, So give me a second here. Um, GPS. Where's my GPS? My, uh, I thought I had a GPS folder, but I guess I need to make one. Um, so GPS is tower-based. It's not a bunch of satellites falling over each other in the sky. Remember remember the, the model I showed you? We're corkscrewing through space, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're corkscrewing through space. But um, <clears throat> you, ha- you have to believe that a satellite can main- maintain over like a geostationary satellite can mi- mimic all of those directions and just stay there in space, right? Here is um, Elon Musk. This is them. This is straight from them um, deploying. And it's hard to see here. These are all the Starlink satellites. Sure. You ever push like a toy boat, you know, a little float, a float into water. Mm, and yeah. when it does, it turns. You can't really control which way it's going. They're just dumping these things out in space and they're supposed to going to line up and have the cameras facing in the right directions and the antennas facing. And it, this is nonsense. This is a this is just a fisheye lens of um, a balloon shot of the Earth. It's all complete and total nonsense. How right? about, are you familiar with like modern um, like uh, image generating artificial intelligences like Dolly 2 and Midjourney? And oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Midjourney. Absolutely. Aren't those things impressive? You should see what they're doing now. There's the other stuff where they can render real scenes. Soon it's going to be really difficult. Doesn't science blow your mind? Isn't the things that people who like study topics um, and study math and study computers, they can do Isn't that like a marvel, a miracle of like what human beings can accomplish? Saying that science is amazing has nothing to do with the fact that they're lying to us. If the earth was a globe, why do they need to lie about it? Everything that would prove that, hey, you know what? Um, southern southern circumnavigation would prove that the earth is not uh, that the earth is not flat and we go and look it up and the only person right billions of people have done it east and west but the only person that done it south is is uh, sir ralph whatever uh, some royal guy that's been arrested or whatever for faking accidents faking expeditions right the guy that's been convicted of lying about his expeditions is the only person that circumnavigated south that's a red flag for me, right? Undersea cables make no sense, right? All of these cables, if you took this map and bent it into a circle map, which is the flat earth, none of the cables would break because there's no cable from Santiago to Australia, which would be even closer on a globe, right? Mm-hmm. But they, they to go from Santiago, you go all the way up here, all the way across and all the way down. And that makes perfect sense on a flat earth. 
So cables. how does how do you think the internet works then? How do we how do we communicate across long distances? We have the 99% of the communications are done with undersea fiber optic cables. This is a map of them. I just showed you. This is how it's done. I see. It's all it done just, with fiber optic cables. Gotcha. Not through satellites. Like so Starlink, like the whole Elon Musk uh who's like giving internet to Ukraine by like launching a satellite. That's also not now, now there's stuff going on in space. Uh, well, above us. Um, do you know about the NASA balloon program? NASA has tens of thousands of satellites hanging from balloons. Did you know that? I don't know that. No. N NASA controls all of the um NASA controls all of the helium in the world, too. Okay. Right? Well, what's going on with that? Right? NASA <clears throat> um they admit that they have going to pull up a balloon, right? They launch these balloons that they can they can control where they go with hydrostatics, putting them into different air currents. Mm -hmm. And they have tens of thousands of these things up there. So is some of that being used for GPS? Maybe some of it now. Maybe the technology is getting better. Maybe they figured out how to stick something into the firmament. Maybe. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know because I can't get up there. Do you think um, do you, do you have children, by the way, by any chance? Yeah. Do, do you, would you encourage yep. your children to study math and science and these things? Well, math and science is good, but, you know, they don't teach you real math in school. They teach you accounting and algebra and stuff to make you a good little worker slave. You is ever calculus real math or no? Absolutely. But do you ever do you ever just do you even know about vortex mathematics? Do you even know about sacred geometry? You don't even know about this stuff because they kept it from you. This is the stuff that the true math of our world. They don't right. want you to know that. Go, go look up sacred geometry. Go look you up vortex mathematics. Interesting. Do you think like the people who work at Google or the people who work on like these cutting edge artificial intelligences, do they are they like secretly using sacred geometry, but not telling us? Um, I don't I, I think 99 percent of the people that work at Google have no idea that they're working for an evil company. But like all like all the all the amazing technological breakthroughs like we have, you know, AIs that are beating the highest level of players in Go, for example, which is a board game. We have um, just again, like like you go to Google Maps and you can see satellite pictures which you might think are balloon pictures of like anywhere in the world, like cameras in our phone of, you know, high resolution, like all these, you know, incredible, incredible things that are like recent, historically speaking, like in the last hundred years, these things did not exist, well, you know? So how like, do you know they didn't exist? Hold, hold on. Did you ever read the Iron Republic? You, do you know about that? In the 1800s, a guy um, took a ship and he went, found an opening in Antarctica, ended up at another land on the other side of Antarctica, lived there for years, got married, the whole deal. Um, his wife died. He came back and he talked about in the 1800s, flat screen TVs, floating fucking cars. Do you right? think they had, oh. do you think they had artificial intelligence that could generate images from, from like, like text, like we have now, like Dolly. Two I don't stuff think there's anything new under the sun. I think that, uh, you know, there's been a reset and they're slowly rolling out the technology to us and they're trying to, uh, you know, keep us um, entrapped, right? We're in the matrix. The matrix is a prison for your mind. It's gotcha. the globe. It makes you think that there's nothing more out there when in fact there's probably more land, right? There's okay. probably more, more, um, you know, more land and, and there, we have power that they don't want us to know about. Go ahead. Um, so obviously uh, COVID being a hoax, right? COVID is, is fake. Do you know anyone who was affected by the COVID virus? I know no. a lot of people that are affected by, you know, a lot of people got sick. There's something going on, but they're lying about, you know, everything else. So. Masks are masks effective for COVID? According to the CDC, no. Yeah, but according to you, though. Um, do you think I've germs, never wore one. You never wore one? Do you think it's a good idea to, like, cover your mouth if you're sick, if you're, like, sneezing or something? Do you think it's, like, germs are transmitted by particulates that come out of a person's mouth and nose? I think you can, you can, it's disgusting if you spit or cough on somebody, sure. Yeah. Do, do you think, um, do you think it's, like, 
we, we should have like scientists who like study uh, viruses and, and study, you know, ways of combating these things. And, and I like, think you, you know, should study everything. I think you should look into germ theory and look into, you know, what happened to our medical system with the Flexner report with the Rockefellers, how they shut down all of the other um, schools of medicine and just went into petroleum based allopathic medicine. Um, you know, you should look into the Spanish flu. What happened back then? You should look into the polio vaccine and what happened then with glyphosate. I mean, um, with uh, whatever it was, whatever poison they were spraying on the trees. Um, you should look into that stuff rather than just believing what you hear. All right. I don't so say, like, I tell people, don't believe anything I say. Go research it yourself. And by the way, if you want to learn about nuclear bombs, Crow with two R's, C R R O W 777 radio.com, episode 400 and episode. Right. I want to I want to make a comment to, to respond to what you're saying. I, I agree with you, David, that people should should do their own research. But the way the Internet works nowadays, and I think it's something that human beings we're not really equipped for, is that in the modern world, whatever you search for, you'll find. So if you search for a conspiracy, whether whatever you want it to be, you will find all oh, sorts absolutely. of evidence. Well, absolutely so, not. That's not actually untrue. Any any search, conspiracy theory that you imagine. Absolutely not. hundred percent not. You Go search for Flat Earth. You're going to find all propaganda. You're not going to find all of the videos you're not going to find the stuff that shows you that's not true but but david uh, the key thing is this the key is thing is this i encourage people true. to search for um the, the the history of of germ theory the history of vaccines i encourage people to look learn about um <clears throat> something like anti-venom everyone believes in anti-venom so many people i know whose life has been saved they live in australia they get bit by poison snake. they get saved by anti-venom anti-venom is created by injecting sure. poison into horses and and developing an immunity in I'm, horses they get listen i'm not saying that, the that's from the blood. not real so, so, i'm not saying that's not real that's not the question right. that you so, asked so, no i understand but okay. I, the point i'm trying to make is you're saying people should search for it and search for it. and if they search for it they'll find whatever you want them to find similarly i encourage people to search for the other stories the stories about how we develop vaccines the stories about how we develop the covid vaccine the mrna vaccine the way that the artificial intelligence which we're using to beat hu the best human players that go and to create you know our ai uh, image generation is question? being used for for uh for understanding gene folding you know with alpha fold and producing incredible incredible breakthroughs in medicine that are you know uh, unheard of historically speaking and are saving you know countless lives and so again it's just you'll, you'll find what you search for um and i encourage people to search for uh, the right things and to learn about the right things, not, not to learn about, you know, um, nonsense, basically, in my opinion. Okay. I assume that you're double boosted at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Let All me right. ask you another question. I'm going to share a screen here. So this seems to be like the standard, if I Google online, this seems to be like the standard, um, flat earth map. I think it's similar to what you have up on your screen here. Sure. Um, in, in your background, I know, I know you've like an app that you, that you <clears throat> um, so if I, if I measure like, for example, from, if you see my, I hope you can see my mouse here. Um, from Nova Scotia to Alaska, um, yeah. you know, that's like, you know, like uh, four centimeters or roughly whatever on my screen. It's about like m less than a third of the distance from Nova Scotia to Australia. So like on a, on a flat earth model, you'd expect that a plane ride from Nova Scotia to Australia would be like at least three times as long. Why as would a you expect that? Let me ask a question. If we if we uh, if we're both uh, in cars and you're in, um, you know, let's say we're at the same place in, um, in Connecticut, and you're going to drive to New York City, and I'm going to drive to Philadelphia, okay, right, mm -hmm. which is three times farther, okay, let's just say it's three times farther, right, um, but I drove three times faster than you. I see, so basically you would say that the, the pilots would fly different speeds on these different routes. Well, that that's one thing here, if you, if you unshare your screen, I'll show you, I'll show sure. you something. Please. Um, so, <clears throat> if we go in, um, in here, and we go to the 
Southern flight routes. Um, where is it? So here is a, a flight that goes from from Argentina to India, but it goes all the way up to Amsterdam, all the way up to Amsterdam, and then back down. But when you look at it on a flat Earth map, it's more of a straight line. Mm. Okay, that makes total sense, right? Mm -hmm. Here's another one, right? This one from da from whoops Dallas to Beijing, right? Um, and it it goes oh this was this was an emergency landing, Dallas to Beijing, and then when it was close to Dallas, it had an emergency went all the way up to Calgary, like fifteen hundred miles out of the way, and it got there ridiculously fast. Like that was crazy. Why didn't it go to Dallas? And the answer is because Calgary is right on the route. It's not out of the way. Right. There's been all of these emergency landings. You know, because I could show you regular flight routes that make no sense. And you go, well, the airlines go there because they have hubs there and they have to drop off passengers. But when there's an emergency, um, they uh, always seem to pick an airport that makes no sense on the ball. They went to Moscow on this one. Right. But when you look on the map, Moscow is right there. Moscow is right in line. How many times does this have to happen? Right. And so yeah. here's one that the, I'm going to give you one more that, that's a little that's bit That's why we're running low on time. I got a lot of questions for you. We're almost right, out of time I gotta here. You, I got to show you that we can go a little long if you want, but okay. it's up to you. Um, Southern flights. Hold on. And this one is um, this one happened recently. And there was two reasons that they couldn't land. Where is it? Um, where is it? Southern. Um. Where did it go? I'm sorry. All right. It's okay. No problem. Um, so this one was what the heck? This is an important important one for me to show you. Southern flights. Uh, here I am. Oh, here it is. Okay. So hold on. All right. So this was a flight from Hong Kong. They were going all the way over to the UK, but they stopped in Germany, right? 12-hour flight, and four hours into the flight, um, the family that was flying to get her kids, father, mother, mother died suddenly in her seat. No explanation. Young mother died, right? But they flew eight more hours before they stopped in Germany. Well, there's we've identified dozens of airports where they could have stopped. But the problem is that's not where they were because on a flat earth, mother dies here. They're over Russia now, okay? Mm -hmm. Two reasons they can't land. One is... Why are you over Russia? And two, if they landed in Russia, Russia would have been like, oh, let us help. Let us be, you know, and th that, that would make Russia the good guy. You can't have Russia being the good guy in today's climate, right? So they let the dead mother stay there and next to the daughters for eight hours. Well, you know what? After eight hours, why don't you just go the last hour and, and end up in London rather than stopping in Germany? Okay. And the answer is because this is how they go. Airplanes fly straight level over an earth plane. Go. Do you think uh, the election oh, was stolen? I'm not even, hold on a second. I didn't even, I didn't even, you didn't even get to see it for some reason. Hold on. I wasn't, you, you didn't tell no, me. I saw, I saw your screen. What are you talking about? Oh, no, no, you, oh okay. You didn't, last see, one. you didn't right. see the screen. So this is where it was. Mother died. They could have stopped anywhere. This is the flight route that the airplane said it was going on. Mm -hmm. Right. But when we, when we look, um, mother died right here. They're over Russia the whole time. They can't land in Russia for two reasons. Cause one people will question why they're over Russia and two, Russia would be the good guy. Right. right? And then they stopped here rather than just going the rest of the way. This alone proves they're lying about our map. Gotcha. Um, do you uh do you do you think the election was stolen from Donald Trump in 2020? 
oh, I think Joe Biden is the most popular president ever. I mean, look at his Twitter followers. He's got, what does he have, like 15 million? And uh, Trump goes on Twitter and an hour later he has 70 That's a yes. Million? I'm hearing yes. So you do believe the election was stolen from, from Donald Trump. Did, did you watch 2,000 Mules? And you think you think that if you if did you, you polled the American mules? people, no, no. But I know what it is. You think if you poll the American people, most people in America, uh, how about like in the big cities, like most people, oh, I'm asking you, this is a question now. It's not a statement. In a question, so a question. If you polled like people in New York City, you polled people in, in, in the big cities, Los Angeles, whatever you want. Do you think most of them are Trump supporters or most of them are Biden supporters? Well, where I am, I don't really trust, again, you know, um, I most of the people around me are Trump supporters, but not even Trump supporters are just, you know, anti-democratic. But I live in a democratic state. You know, Democrats win in Connecticut and, you know, um, we're, we're a blue state. But um, I don't really pay much attention to that. It's just clear, you know, if you looked at the rallies, Biden couldn't get 25 people to a rally and Trump was packing out stadiums. Something's going on there. Something you, doesn't make sense. You don't trust you don't trust the democratic process in our country. Do you? Yeah, I do. I mean, how about like on a state level? Forget the national level. You sort of the Connecticut politics. Like, like, did you vote in the last election? Did you vote for like your state senator like uh, just a few months ago, November? I just I voted locally. I don't vote for um, national. Locally. So do you feel like those those are fair elections? I assume if you're voting locally, I assume you trust. Um, those you know, elections. I don't know. There's, there's some crazy stuff going on in Arizona. Again, I don't really trust the election system. And and again, on a local level, they might let some people get in, but nobody actually gets to a higher point of power or fame without being completely corrupted. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. I, so I, again, I think the, like the natural implications, like you're not a fan of democracy, I assume. Like, I don't think you, you, I assume you don't probably think so highly of democracy if you think that like this is where democracy has taken us. Um, is that a fair well, assumption? I, I mean, we're, we're, this is a fake democracy. We have kings and queens here. Look at all, all of our presidents. They're all related. Right. People don't like the fact that there's kings and queens, but we only get to vote for kings and queen bloodlines. OK, well, I mean, it's, you, you can vote for anyone you want. No, you can't. You vote you can right in or right. And they're both to the same monster. Same how about, how about right in England? In England, then uh, England's also democracy. You think they do it better? How many times has a write-in won an election well, here in America? There's primaries, right? There's primaries for a reason. Look, there's criticisms of our democracy that are perfectly valid. It does require a lot of money to run. You hey. know, helps to have an institution behind you. But like, how about England? Do you think England's democracy does a better job than us? Do you think? Because I mean, they they have a parliamentary system where you could vote for all sorts of parties and things like that. Do you think that's like a better? Would you like to see that in America also, like a parliamentary system? I think they're all they're all in it together. They're all okay. corrupt. All nonsense. Gotcha. All nonsense. Is there any country that you think we can learn from? Like maybe Russia? Yeah, you Lib think Russia? Libya. 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 Why? What does Libya yeah. do well that we can well, learn Libya, from? Libya had the, one of the greatest leaders in the world, Muammar Gaddafi, but we were taught that he was a tyrant that wanted to blow up the world. But if you listen to his speech from the UN years ago, he said that the New World Order was going to try to take over the world with a um, experimental um, injection. Okay. He, he pointed all of this stuff out and uh, he discovered a primary water. Do you know about the Great Man-Made River? Probably don't. Right. Great man, man River, he was looking for oil. He found water underneath the desert, an ocean, mm. an endless ocean of water. So it took him 40 years. He built the largest aquifer project in the war in world history and was pumping water all over Africa, giving any family that wanted to open a farm uh, water, you know, um, tractors, seeds, land, a house, everything they can. He was going to feed all of Africa. And when he completed it. The U.N. went in there under the direction of Hillary Clinton and blew it up with depleted uranium bombs. Right. Biggest crime in humanity. You never even heard about it. And I'm the conspiracy theorist. That's interesting. Um, how about uh, what was I going to ask you? I forgot. Oh, no. Slipped my mind. Um, that's OK. I mean, sometimes I, I, I got lost. What's your best proof of the globe before we run out of time? I don't have good proofs of the globe. I mean, I, I trust just one. Just one I trust proof expertise. Of the globe. 
Um, well, well, wait. So, so you 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 uh you give you give up your common sense. What's my authority. what's my proof? What's my proof that general relativity is real? What's my proof that quantum mechanics? No, no, is real? I'm just asking you. We live on a ball. What's your what's the evidence what's my, that we live what's on a my ball? Best proof, what's my best proof? that uh penicillin is good for infections i mean i don't have any good proof except for the fact that sure. i trust our scientific uh, community is is has well a, have you ever a, taken you know, penicillin effective. to get rid of an infection what have you ever taken penicillin to get rid of an infection i don't know maybe have i what's pen what, what, what is penicillin, the antibiotic right yeah i've taken antibiotics of course yeah who hasn't okay. taken antibiotics I, I, listen i i I'm not a fan of antibiotics, but man, they have their place. They work when you sure. need them. When shit and, gets and so bad. I trust, I trust the medical establishment that okay. can produce so, as a system of, in place to check the efficacy but what, and the safety what if of they drugs. They had a they had a drug that did something, but you never saw proof of it ever. And it no, never, I don't have any proof of it. I don't. I don't need proof yeah. to trust my doctor when the doctor says this right. medicine is going to so help you, you. You trust Bill Nye, the lion guy with the bow tie, and Neil deGrasse Tyson, the failed actor, um, that when they say the Earth is curved. You just believe them, but you have no proof. I offer to anyone listening three bitcoins for one globe proof. Do All you, you have really, to do. Are you a big fan of Bitcoin, by the way? Do you think Bitcoin is going to the moon? Um, I think that I'm not a fan of Bitcoin. I'm a fan of crypto uh, privacy, cryptocurrencies. I think Bitcoin may go to a million dollars. It also may go to a thousand dollars. So gotcha. um, I'm not a, a, a fan of Bitcoin, but I've used Bitcoin to, um, you know, what, what do about what, what do you think about the conspiracies of the uh the queen of england that she died a long time ago do you do you, do you accept those no i don't know any of that i wasn't there i can see it but How about know, reptilian stuff possible. like there's reptilians in our in our society that hold a lot never of power seen it. never seen it i encourage you to research those that's my advice to you please google reptilian overlords uh, you google. believe that there's reptilian overlords no but i believe that if you google it you will believe in it that's my belief I'm sure no, if you Google it, I've, looked, sure. into, I've looked into it. I've I'm looked sure into it. You so you, 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 Anyone listen, who Googles this you stuff? think that I'll believe anything that I find when the truth is the absolute opposite. I, I think I you, have to, you have to every Google day. it. I'm Trust me. I, I, yeah. Listen, I've researched all of these things way more than you have, and I am more discerning, right? You can't just tell me something and I believe it. Like, where do I live? I don't know. Where, where do I live? I told you. Connecticut. Okay. Now, is that a belief or do you know it? The belief. Okay, very good. But you can't, you don't, you could prove it, but it would take time and effort. And you are the type of guy that is not willing to take that time and effort. You are the one that wants to um, appeal to authority and just believe what you're told and live your life, right? You're the guy that's double boosted. You'll be triple boosted when the opportunity comes. Good luck with all of that. Do you that. think there's child sacrifice to Moloch going on in our society? Child sacrifices to Moloch. Yeah, that's my question. I haven't seen it, but there's a lot of evidence out there. There's a lot of a lot of stuff going on out there about um, you know, all sorts of child sacrifice. So are you, sure. are you looking for evidence on that one? Are you gonna? Are you one of the people that are? Gonna I, I've researched and... it. Have you, have you looked into the the what are the two blonde kids' names? Um, the the Hempstead case. Have you looked into that? Have you watched all the evidence of that? Did no, you watch the not. trial of that? No. Yeah. Well, that would tell you something. All right. Um, let's take a look at uh some of these cool websites if, if you have a second. Um. See if we can find a good one here. These are like, I love these websites. Where is these websites? That's the wrong one. Here we go. Anybody listening, if you want to find the truth, flatearthdave.com, check it out. Don't believe anything I say. Go out, verify it yourself. Come up with one globe proof and you win three Bitcoins. Check out my app. It's on the website, flatearthdave.com. Check out the daily video each day. Um, and then you'll know. Have you ever have you ever seen these maps of uh, the satellites flying overhead? 
I find these yeah. uh, very yeah. cool. Well, they're very cool. I can show you one way cooler. <laughs> I have one on the app, an active live one on the app. Um, there's a, there's also a, a, a thing here where it tells you, um, I'm probably doxing myself, but it tells you uh, based on where you are, um, when you could see uh, a satellite flying overhead. Like this is what the night sky would look like at 6.06 my time. Um, have you ever tried to see a satellite using a site like this? Um, this would be a, yes. you have? How, how'd it go? Um, it went great. I saw, I mean, I tracked the ISS. I watched that go over. How do you understand that? What's what, what's going on there then? Well, let, when you unshare your screen, I'll show yeah, you. Please. So even though we're corkscrewing through space, you believe this is going on, right? All of these satellites are cruising all around the earth and somehow they magically stay out with us on our uh, corkscrewing uh, crazy speeds in all these different directions. But somehow these satellites are just cruising along, you know, just, just perfectly, right? This is live, all of the satellites and space garbage that's going on up there, right? Mm -hmm. This is what they want us to believe. There's right. no way that you can verify any of this. But let's let's um let's get out of that and um hold on a second. Done. Um let's look at satellites. So do you believe that so hold on a second. Let me just get to my satellites for a second. So a satellite is how big? How big would you say a satellite? The average satellite. I don't know. It seems like a fridge size approximately, but not yeah, sure. Yeah, fridge, car, even a bus. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's 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 round up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. So here's a here's a, a 747. You ever stand next to a All 747? Right, so you tell me it's not possible to see it. My question is, what is it then? So what do you see when you see those things so flying? Hang overhead? on. Let's okay. let's get through the, the get through it. So a seven forty seven at five miles high looks like that. Mm-hmm. Can you see the engine on that 747? No, but if it's if it's nighttime and you see there's a light on, you oh, can see the light, right? Hold on. Barely, right? So no. but here's the lights the are very bright. They're much brighter than stars. If an airplane's flying overhead and you see the lights on the airplane, of course, it's uh, extremely bright. Okay, sure. Okay. But you can't you can barely discern the engine if you have really good eyes, sure. right? But if you doubled the height, you couldn't even see the airplane, right? They tell us satellites are 50 to 250 times farther away than us, mm. than than this. Two mm -hmm. uh, 50 to 250 times farther, and it's only the size of an engine. And you believe that you can see that with your naked eye? What are those lights? All the only thing you can honestly say is they're lights in the sky. I have no idea what they are. How are they being tracked, though? How how do people? How do those websites exist? I could tell you exactly when they're going to be overhead and like exactly they're, where they're, the horizon they're, they're going to be. So 99.99 percent of those are just nothing. And there are things up there that are trackable, like the light that we call the ISS. Mm. Um, we had a NASA whistleblower that said that it, they use five modified B-2 bombers and uh, they're, um, they have an array of LED lights underneath them. Certain parts of the wings are transparent, built with transparent um, material. And two of them are based in Alaska. One is in Russia, and I forget where the other two are. And they take turns flying around where people can see them. And if you actually look at the satellite tracker it'll be like you can track it here you can track it here track it here and then all of a sudden it just disappears mm -hmm. why why doesn't it keep on going why how could it just disappear all right but they it, it's like maybe they have to go refuel at that point right so they have all sorts of politics to make you believe in things that would be scientifically impossible to see stars scientifically impossible to see at a fraction of the distance do you know how far the closest star is many light years away 
Millions, probably. I don't know. No, four and a half. Well, our sun is the closest star. Well, that's much closer. Besides, but outside of our sun. How four far is the sun? Four uh, and a half what? Eight, eight light minutes away, I think. Eight light minutes. Yeah. Okay. That's, how many miles is that? How many, how many miles? I have no idea. You tell me. 93 million. You know how they figured it out? How? They didn't. Okay. They, they, they made up a story about Venus transiting the sun and, and they seeing it from two different locations where it starts and stops. And since Venus is the size of earth, um, they figured out how far the sun was with some great trigonometry. The problem is how do you know Venus is the size of earth? There's no proof of that whatsoever. Venus is actually transparent. Okay. And, and the whole model doesn't work. Like we can see Venus at nighttime sometimes. Well, that's impossible in the heliocentric model. Okay. None of this stuff makes any sense. The sun, if it was right, if it was a mile over your head, it would fill the whole sky. Would you agree with that? The size sure. of the sun, if it was just a mile over your head, it would fill the whole sky. Yeah. Move it 93 million miles away, it's now the size of a coin held at arm's length. You with me? Mm -hmm. It reduced from the entire sky to the size of a coin. If I doubled the distance, how much smaller would it get? Think. Think. I don't know. How much smaller would it get? Would it get half as small or would it get so small you couldn't see it? I have no idea. Well, is it one or the other? Uh, not necessarily. Could be something in the middle. I don't know. Well, it, it goes from the entire sky to the size of a coin. Double the distance, it's yeah. going to get a lot smaller. I say you couldn't see it. Okay, I say yeah. you couldn't see it. Okay. But if you let's let's make it eight times farther. If you mm -hmm. made it eight times farther, it's actually you can do the math, and mm -hmm. its angular size would be too small to see. So eight times farther, you know how far, far that is. Sets a light hour, one light hour away. You could not see the sun. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, that's interesting, but I can't move the sun eight times farther away to prove it. But let's look at Polaris. Polaris, they say, is 48 times bigger than the Earth. Well, if we made it 48 times um, bigger than the sun, if we made it 48 times farther than the sun, they would both be the same size because that's what they tell us with the sun and the moon. The sun is 400 times bigger than the moon and it's 400 times farther. That's why they look like they're the same size or maybe they're just the same size. Okay, so if we took Polaris and moved it 48 times farther than I just moved the sun. That would be 48 light hours away, two light days. At two light days away, it's scientifically provable that you cannot see Polaris at two light days away. Right? Let's round it up to two light weeks away, just to be safe, which is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is Polaris two light weeks away? How far is Polaris? I don't know. 433 light years away. You can't even fathom what that is, okay? And we can see with our naked eye. That alone should tell you that they're lying and that the stars in the sky aren't what they told us. And you have to erase the entire board of everything you've ever been taught about space and start over. What are the stars? I couldn't tell you. But I could tell you they're not these giant burns of burning balls of gas in a vacuum which is scientifically impossible. I can tell you that they're not the sizes and distances, which are scientifically provable, okay? But nobody wants to do this. Everyone's lazy. Everyone's like, oh, I Googled something and it said, well, you know, the light travels forever. You know, when light travels, it spreads out and it gets thinner. It's called the inverse square law of light, something else they didn't teach you in school, right? Every time you double the distance to a light, it's a quarter of the brightness, a quarter, not half, a quarter of the brightness, okay? So every time you double it, we have a brightness issue, okay? At 48 light hours away, two light days away, how bright would Polaris have to be, okay? It would, it would have to be like a thousand times brighter than the sun for us to just see it as a star. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't even see it because it's sized. Again, 
this takes critical thought. You saying that I would just believe in lizards because I looked it up and I found some interesting stuff. You have no idea of the critical thinking I do. Okay. Mm -hmm. You do zero critical thinking. Zero. You mm -hmm. just believe. You're double boosted, man. Wait until you find out what's really going on. Have you ever been wrong about anything? What have you been wrong yeah, about? Like absolutely. what? What have you been wrong about? I was wrong about Sully landing on the Hudson River. I thought it was the coolest thing ever, and it didn't happen. So there you go. Not quite the answer you were looking for. What but... else? Anything else you've been wrong about? Did you make any predictions uh, around, um, I don't know, like... Uh... Oh, yeah. I predicted uh, in 2020, I went on vacation when uh, the whole COVID thing started, and I said it'll be over when I get back in two weeks. Gotcha. How about, um, like, like uh, were, were you into QAnon back in the day or no? I was following it, thought it was pretty interesting, but I never bought into it. Never bought into it. Okay. All right. This has been fun. Do you, how about seatbelts? Do you wear seatbelts when you drive? Absolutely. You do? Okay. I don't wear a helmet though when I ride my uh, my Vespa. Why not? Because I don't believe uh, I don't it, I don't believe it. I think that uh, it's not something I'm comfortable doing. You think it makes you less safe to wear a helmet? I think it gets you thinking about crashing more often. And yeah, a helmet could save your life if you crash, but I think I have a better chance of crashing if I wore a helmet. Interesting. Okay. Do you have people in your life who uh, who you love and you care about and, and are important to you, but disagree with you on these uh, crucial issues or no? A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. How is that? How, how yeah. do you navigate those relationships? Are they you just not avoid the topic or? Um, well, I have good friends that uh, are on the other side and we're fine. And I have some family members, you know, my sister, my brother, um, they're not ready to look at any, any, um, factor of reality. So we don't really talk and, um, you know, everyone else in my life, my kids, they get it, but they're living their lives. Um, my wife, girlfriend, she, uh, the same person, by the way, um, she, uh, she's totally on board. She gets it. And we do a lot of researching together and the world is a fascinating place. Once you find out that you're at the center of creation, once you find out that no one has authority over you, once you find out that all of the laws and the rules that they put on you don't apply, there's God's law, you know, then man, then government. Government has tried to get in between uh, man and God and uh, your divine law, all right? I'm not mm -hmm. saying there's a guy sitting up there in a chair ruling. I'm saying there's divine law. We are born with rights. Government doesn't give us rights. They're the ones that are trying to take away and then they're like, oh, if you're a good boy, we'll give it back to you. That's nonsense. The only control people have over you is in your imagination. Have you ever encountered any anti-Semitism in your life? No, never. Never. I mean, I, occasional, you know, joke and stuff, but you know, I make jokes about other races too. You're not like, you're not like, you never, you never like checked out like Ghost Ezra. This was like one of the most popular Telegram channels for Trump and, um, QAnon memes, you never like you never. never I, mean, you know, I think Eric systemic racism is a not is a is a lie. It's a, it's a it's a made up construct, and you know, and sure, there's people there's there's assholes everywhere. There's that you know, there's people that will say, oh, you're stupid, but a lot of them are just following the programming that they see on the news. Systemic racism is a myth. Okay, so uh, when do you think systemic? So I would sort of change the subject. I was talking about specifically anti-Semitism, but now let's talk about racism. Let's say against black people in America. Like, when do you think that ended? In your opinion, like when when did systemic racism in America? End? I think there's a lot of people that are racist. A lot of people that look at a black person and be afraid, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of person, mm -hmm. you sure. know, stereotype typing because you know what? There are racial groups that have a stereotypical way of being, right? Jews mm -hmm. are stereotypically Jews. Blacks are stereotypically blacks, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to group them together, but um, you know, I I look at everybody as a person. I don't look at the color of the skin or the race that they were born into. 
I look at their behavior. I look at their. Do, at do you their, do you like do you like read about the history of of blacks in America and feel like sort of heartbroken for that experience? You know, slavery and Jim Crow and history of lynching and mass incarceration and does that like does that like break your heart a little bit? And you feel like you know we could do a better oh, job. When, when you find out the that. true history of our world, the, that stuff happened, but there's way worse stuff that happened. I mean, you know, you you look at um, you know, at uh um, the uh, World War Two. You know, um, was it Rose? Was it Roosevelt? Um, after the war, he kept the German prisoners, like over a million of them. And instead of letting them go, he put them into a field, surrounded them by uh, soldiers, didn't give them any food and water and let them all starve and starve to death and die and get eaten by the friggin' birds. OK, that was a million people. But no, no one wants to talk about that. I mean, that's a fact. That's not a conspiracy theory. Look it up. What's it called? Just just World War Two. Is it I'm getting I might be getting my names mixed up. It was. um. I'm having a mental blank. It was uh, whoever the president was at the end of the war War kept a million German prisoners and put them in a field to die. All right. So if I go World War II, Roosevelt, Roosevelt German, yeah. German prisoners. German prisoners, a uh, million, million secret, prisoners. So far, I haven't found anything. I well, that, four- that's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. Doesn't mean it's not out there because Google doesn't want to serve it to you. Um, Do you think it proves the fact that it's real? The fact that it's not there's showing video up? of it. There's stories about it. There's there's enough evidence to say, yeah, it really happened. OK, there's pl- plenty of evidence. They really happened. But again, that's something that you've never even heard of. So how, how would You're I find it? How would I find it? I want to like learn about it. Google I'm it. curious. How would um, I find it? You know what? Look for it. And, I, you know, I'll, uh, I'm not the one that looks it up, but I, I actually just saw it just the other day. I got to figure out where I saw it and I'll, I'll send it to you. How's that? OK, what kind of a source do you think it's going to be? A good source. Okay. I mean, like video okay. cool. and yeah, and, awesome, awesome. It's if it's all, if it's a good source, I'm happy to link it on my video. That's yeah. great. Yeah, documented. Okay. All right. Cool. What What do you like to do in your spare time when you're not like uh, doing these uh, podcast interviews? I like to spend time on the water. I like to spend time in the tropics. You're like an athlete. Are you a former athlete? I'm. A, I'm a, a swimmer, a kite surfer, a nice. snowboarder. I. Uh, I. I have a one wheel, which I really love riding around town. And um, I like enjoying life. That's great. What What's the secret to happiness? Enjoy life. See the world for what it is. Get yourself, unplug yourself from the matrix. And then you'll, then you'll see your true importance, your true power. Once you understand that your thoughts create your reality and that they're trying to control your thoughts. How about, how about meaningful relationships? Is that important? They steal your thoughts with the news which is an acronym for North, East, West, South, right? And they worry you, worry, put lines in your forehead with the headlines, okay? They basically keep you living in fear so you give up your your autonomy um, for government control when the truth is nobody has control over you. And once you understand that your thoughts create your reality, um, then uh, life really gets good because things uh, just work always work out. Do you, do you ever like worry that, if um like the uh, the project I never American, worry you never worry about anything really? I, well, I I concerned I like hey that's interesting what can I do to remedy that but if something's gonna happen in a month or six years or whatever um I'm gonna take the ride and I'm gonna get there and it's gonna happen and I'm gonna enjoy the ride along the way why worry about it what good does that do worrying is just ridiculous. Interesting. I, I, I'm I sure if we linger, I can think of more more fun things to discuss. But off the top of my head, I'm running I'm running low. This has been a wonderful conversation. I've really what is this. your 
what is one proof of the globe? Just because you believe, you know, you, you, you blindly believe people that you don't know that the earth is a globe. Can you come up with one reason? Because I can prove it's not. I can see too far. I can look at airplane routes. I can look at emergency landings. Right. I can look at that thermal at inverse square law of light. I can, what do you think I the best proof at, of the globe is? What's the best proof of the globe in your opinion? Well, the, no, there is no proof of the globe. The best proof of flat earth is. Um, no, no, I'm asking the best proof of the globe. The best proof of the globe. There is none. There's no proof for the globe. You're asking me for what's the best proof that really don't think there's any go. evidence for a globe model at all? Really? You don't think there's no evidence for a globe model? There's That's zero. Real to hear that. Wow. I'm offering three bitcoins for one globe proof. For one globe proof. Three okay. years now. Three years. <laughs> okay. No one's coming so up. So what's one. the best That's what's the best one. evidence for the flat earth then? We can see too far. That's my favorite. Okay. And if someone did an experiment, let's say very well documented, and they showed that if you go to a long lake, stand on one end, and you crouch down, and you could see the water blocking eight feet, as would be predicted by the curvature model, do you think that would be open to revising that that uh, assumption or no? No, because would that, would you, that you or no? So, so out here, look, what am I seeing? Is there a boat out here? Oh, look, there's a boat. It just showed up out of nowhere. So, does that is that boat over the curve? Is it on oh, the horizon? I'm asking a different question. I'm if, showing if someone, you. If someone showed you, you're showing me a lot of good evidence. I know. And I appreciate your evidence. You. And that's why I brought you on to show yeah. me the evidence. I'm asking you the flip side, though. I don't have good evidence in front of me. I'm asking you if someone showed you equally well, this, I mean, this is not well documented, but I'm saying like well documented, all the setup, the entire experimental setup, where it was done, the lake it was done on, the day it was done on, the, the meteorological conditions, and they did the experiment and they had a camera from high up and they lowered the camera. Uh, by a certain amount, and you saw the curvature of the Earth obstruct the view on the other side. Like we're now, you're standing above the curvature. Now you're below the curvature. Would that yeah. would that shake your worldview at all? So, so what you, what you don't understand is, as you load lower yourself down on a flat horizon, the lower you are, the closer the horizon is to you. Okay, the the lower because it's it's the angle that you see, right? It's the angle that you see. So here is um, Mount San, San Gen Gen Jacinto from Malibu, 123 miles away. There should be 7,000 feet. You're not of answering my question. You're not answering my question. No, but but what, I, what you're saying is you don't understand that the horizon, your apparent horizon, because we can prove the horizon is an apparent position, changes based on you standing or sitting. Okay. The lower you are, you, you will make things disappear. But this mountain is invisible. People think the horizon's right here. But when you put an infrared lens on, oh, look, there's the mountain. There's all, there's the entire mountain. There should be 7,000 feet. The very tip of this mountain should be the only thing that you see, but we can see the whole mountain. Mm. Okay. So not being able to see something doesn't prove that the earth is curved. Being able to see it proves that it's not curved. Okay, because there's no experiment I can look, you can I can do. look down long. I can look down the Long Island Sound here and see New York City. And there's other days I can't see New York City. Does that mean that the Earth is flexing, or does it mean the atmospheric conditions are changing? I'm 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 imagining a very simple experiment. You're at a body of water. You have the camera up here, and you could see someone on the other shore. You lower the camera, and now the water blocks the view. That's a very simple. Right. And that, very, the no, water it, obstructs it, your view. No atmospheric conditions change. I'm just saying the water so, creates a a. So let me let me curve. show no no so this is you not understanding so look out here there's no mm -hmm. there's no sailboat no sailboat now I'm zooming in and I'm increasing the angular size so I'm pushing my apparent horizon back and as I increase the angular size oh look there's a there's a boat now watch the boat we can see I'm gonna zoom in 
You see the whole boat. Do, do you at least see that you're not answering my question? Listen to me. I'm answering it. Just shut up and listen. Okay. These little waves in the foreground will block the entire boat. Just like my little finger is blocking the entire boat. So if I got down, these little waves will hide entire city skylines. Does that mean it's curved? Or does that mean there's a little wave blocking the entire city skyline? I don't think that makes sense. I think if you're standing at a high so, point of view, those little waves are not going to block the boat. No, no, you're right. The higher small. you are, the farther you can see. The higher you are, the farther you can see on a flat earth. On, on a flat earth, the higher you are, the farther you can see. Mm -hmm. Once you understand that, you, you'll... You'll understand okay. it. So fine. You, so fine. You know. Fine. So, so you won't accept that. So you answer my question. So if someone got a gyroscope though, so back to the gyroscope, thing. someone had a, a very expensive gyroscope and they showed a rotation of the earth from a high mountain Would that, would that shake your worldview? Well, how would you show the rotation of the earth with a gyroscope? A gyroscope can measure the rotation of the earth, right? We, we talked about no, this earlier. It's measuring, it's measuring the rotation of the ether. A, a, a fiber optic gyroscope, right? Measures what? the rotation of the ether. I see. So you know what this is right here? This is Mount um, uh, Mount Canago, 175 miles away. Okay, the top of this mountain should be over a half a mile below the curve. But twice a year, when the sun lines up with the viewing spot, you can see Mount Canago. Okay, 175 okay. miles away, the top should be over a half a mile below. The I want to. I want to. I want to notice something. I just want to notice something. Not a mirage. I want to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get somewhere very simple. I'm just trying to understand what hypothetical thing would shake your view. And every time I ask you that question, you just bring me new videos that are not no, related no. to what I'm trying you, to get you at. Said, I'm asking no, what no. hypothetical you, thing would, would potentially shake your worldview. So at first I asked if you did this experiment. Show me curvature. Yeah. Show so, me curvature. Okay, so I'm saying, I, I'm asking, the question I'm asking is what hypothetical thing would show you curvature? That's what I'm trying to find out. So I gave you one. So the first one was, if you are in a situation where you're standing at two sides of a lake, one side and the other, and you can see a person when you stand up, when you crouch down, you can't because it's sufficient distance to see curvature. With that, you said no, because then you said the little ripples would be enough to, to block the view. Okay. Sure. Then I asked you, if I showed rotation of, of 50 meters per second with a gyroscope with that, and you said no, because you said that would just show that the ether is moving, not that the earth is moving. Right. So I'm trying. So I'm still, I'm still, I'm still trying either. to figure it out. It does, you can't say it proves either. Okay. Um, Fine. So, so, so that's so, it. But here's the thing. If we, if we, we, and, and we've done it. So in the app, if you go to the experiment section, we've taken lasers and mirror flashes and sent them over 10, 20, 30 miles. Okay. Where there should oh. be mountains of, of curvature in between okay. us. But we can, so hold on a second. So the fact that we can see a mirror flash from 20 miles away, right. When there should be, uh, it's a huge amount of curvature. Um, shows you that it's flat, but you want to wait for a day where when I sit down, I can't see it. When I can stand up, I can see it. And you think that shows curvature? That's showing that our, our horizon is optical and there's many factors, right? But the fact that we, we can see things that should be tremendous distances away, like the top of this mountain, um, proves that it's flat. Okay. So then, so there was, okay, that's a great example. So that, I think you answered my question finally. So you're telling me this would shake your worldview. If there was an experiment set up where there was, let's say two sensors, a sensor here and a laser pointer here at, let's say 20 miles, whatever it was, you do the math with the curved model. And if you could see the, the, the laser beam, and then when you drop down below a certain point, you couldn't because it was obstructed by the curvature of the earth, that would prove curvature to you. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm hearing you I'm say. Saying, so, that experiment so would prove curvature. Well, it depends because let me let me show you why, right? This this rig is nine point four miles away. This camera is a foot off the water. The oh, horizon should be one. The horizon should be one point two miles away. Not only can we see this rig, we can see the water for dozens of miles beyond it, which shows that there's no curvature. Okay, I'm this shows this shows that it's flat. But there are days where you can't even see this rig.
Do you at least admit you're not answering my question? Can you at least admit I, you're no, not answering my question? No, I'm, I'm, I'm answering. I'm trying to produce an experiment that would work for you to shake your worldview. And you're saying that there is, you're, you're just changing the subject. Like, can you at least admit you're avoiding my question? Just admit that. No, I, I, I'm admitting that you don't understand your question. You don't understand. I'm the just, I just propose a hypothetical experiment, a hypothetical experiment. What's your hypothetical experiment? Again, if there was a laser, because you brought this up example as an example of this proves Earth is flat. So I'm saying if someone ran the same experiment at a sufficient distance, there was a sensor and a laser. And at one level, you can you can you could see the laser beam hit the sensor, and below a certain level, it was obstructed by the curvature of the earth. It seems to me that that should shake your worldview based on our conversation. But how every time I say that, you bring up another slide that says how, this is how a globe come, killer. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to explain to you how can you say it's hidden behind the curvature of the earth. I'm trying to understand what to you would prove curvature. That's all I'm trying to understand. What to use an experiment that would show curvature. That's all I'm asking. It's such a simple question. An experiment where we consistently on good weather days can never see past the physical, where the physical horizon is required. There is a physical uh, horizon required at three miles away for a six foot tall person. But even without a super zoom camera or a telescope or anything, I can see the surface of the water from many miles farther than that. That proves right there. But then on certain days where there's waves, right, um, I can't even see two miles because the waves are blocking the horizon. Oh, I'll end with this. First of all, David, this has been wonderful. I really enjoyed talking to you. I hope we could talk again. This has been this has been a super, super fun, fun conversation for me. It depends on if if you go for the third booster, we'll ever be able to talk again. One of the most fun conversations I've ever had. I'll say this. I'll say in science, I think one of the most important principles is falsifiability. It's saying that if you have a theory, you should be very clear with like what would what would falsify your theory. And if you want to ask me what would falsify around Earth, I'd be happy to give you all sorts of uh, falsifications that I think would be totally valid. So I would encourage you to think about what would be falsifiable. What would what would cause you what experiment could cause you to shake your worldview? I think that's a very important. Show me high pressure next to low pressure without a physical barrier. Show me physical curvature. Okay, show me where we can't see on all all weather conditions um, past three miles. We shouldn't be able to see the surface of the water or the surface of a flat earth beyond, you know, a smooth ball earth is what I'm saying, um, beyond three miles. You shouldn't be able to see it, but we see it all the time, every single day. I hear you. All right. Can I can I end with one quick uh, clip of a video, which I find really cool? Um, Since you did show me a lot of clips. uh, I I did. but Let me just show you this. Watch sure. this beach here. What is going on with this beach? What is going on with these buildings? Okay. And this is a time lapse over the whole day. And the beach disappears. The buildings disappear. This is atmospheric conditions. This is not a tide. This is a bay. And I, there's no tide in this bay. Okay. And the buildings disappear. But you go out here at any point, you go, oh, uh, uh, it's beyond the curve. No, this is an optical thing. Okay. Happens all the time. Go ahead. Show me what you all got. Right. And then we'll end. This has been super fun. I, honestly, this has been one of the most fun conversations I've had um, on my channel. Let me share a different one. Let me try this one here. Hopefully that worked. So this is a beautiful video. It's called In Search of a Flat Earth by Folding Ideas. He makes great content. I recommend him uh, in general. He does all sorts of stuff. Very rarely flat earth stuff. Uh, I mean, only one flat earth video here. But um, in this whole video, he, he describes his whole setup and how he went out to, uh, you know, explore the curvature of the earth and obviously like i said in the previous 11 minutes he described this whole setup and all the experience but in this view he's he has a camera on a lens uh, looking at some lake i forget the name of the lake it's all in the video he's looking at a ship and the camera goes up and down and it's very far away which is a high zoom and the idea is as he lowers the camera uh this effect happens which is that the 
thing gets blocked by the curvature and then it gets full i pause the video now it's fully well, it's blocked the, fully blocked by the blocked. curvature of the earth and no, it comes not. down i know it's i know not. you don't think so blocked by those waves look at those size of those waves massive waves all right so that's that's a difference of interpretation which I mean, he does he does go through the calculations in the video to explain uh how how he's interpreting this data but um anyway this is an example i think of uh of you know cool cool scientific experiments and an example of the fact that you can go back and forth you know in these in these videos and ultimately um, I think there's a sense of you, you find what you look for. You know, if someone wants to see a flat Earth, uh, they want to believe. Oh that no, that's not in... true. I went in to prove flat Earth. We, 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 you know, prove the globe and that's true. Uh, disprove that's true. Flat I know. I believe that's you. I believe I, you. But I, went I, think, in I think if you saturate that. yourself and... in, in certain, in certain, if you allow yourself to be saturated in certain rabbit holes and certain uh, information diets, I think, I think certain outcomes necessarily come out. So anyway, I'm done. You can get the last word in. Share, share your final thoughts, and let's end it because it's been a long conversation and, and super enjoyable from my perspective. Last thoughts from you before we end. Last thoughts are don't believe anything I say. Go go prove this stuff yourself. And uh, if you try to Google it, you're just going to get nonsense and uh, feel free to live your life that way. But um, if you want to know the truth, get my app, Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app at flatearthdave.com. Um, take the challenge. Every day there's a new video right here. Click the video and watch it. After two weeks, you will know that you don't live on a globe. That's all. That's all it takes. Frequently asked questions, more resources, books, um, images, all sorts of stuff. And a model shows you how the sun goes around and wherever the sun is, it's noon. Right now, my buddy in uh, Australia, the sun is rising for him. It's early in the morning. And when the sun gets right over him, it'll be noon. And it'll be almost midnight for me here. So the earth is a clock. The sky is a clock. The world is intelligently designed. We're at the center of creation. And they're trying to hide all of that from us. They're trying to steal... Um, they're just trying to keep us as good little worker slaves. And until people realize that um, we'll remain lost in space, spinning out of control. Dave, this has been such a joy. I think you and I would get along very well. If we ever uh, went windsurfing together, you seem like a very cool guy. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for your time today. You're very generous with your time. I, right, I appreciate man. it. See ya. Have a good one. Bye.